Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Good. Intimacy is great. <laughs> Actually, so um, the song choices today... Uh, I was not going to do this. I have been fighting our loving father all week um, about. All what I believe I'm designed for. So apparently I was wrong. <laughs> I've got a wife who. Uh, yeah, the tush to make sure I go in the right direction. So. Good for me too. Oh, so, um, I've, to be honest, I've been having a bit of a panic about all of this because uh, I'm not used to it. It allowed me. Have a general idea of what I want to talk about, but we're going to see where he takes it. Um, so what I will be doing today, I do know, is um, um, I am supposed to give a disclaimer as well. If my life was a movie, it would be rated R for violence, sexual misconduct, and suicidal thoughts. And um, so before I actually start getting into anything, I want to make sure that everybody's okay if these things come up. If they're yes, yeah, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, as my, no, 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 but as my kid, I actually had that conversation with our loving father. And as um, but yeah, so is there anything that anybody's like, nope, that's too triggering. I don't want to hear any of that because I can filter it if needed. Okay. Um, like I said, I have no plan, so I'm going to follow Holy Spirit. Kind of the, uh, the idea that uh, Laura pointed me in is one of the things that I really struggle, have struggled with. I have found over the years Mic up. Thank you. Um, so what I'm going to do is model what I genuinely believe is Christ-like vulnerability. I hope is that the men in this church will follow my lead or continue doing what they're already doing if they're doing it. Yo. A little background. I was born in Washington State in 1987. That makes me 36. 
born in, on a naval, bra- naval base, excuse me. Um, so my dad was military, um, which meant even after he got out of the military, which was before I remember anything, we moved around a lot. Like every, what, two years we were somewhere else. Uh, and I thought that this was normal, you know, obviously. Um, come to find out, we'll jump ahead a little bit, um, that I now believe that that was more because he struggles to get along with people. Moving was a good way to reset and try again, which I get. I mean, we've all, we've all been there. You know, resetting is sometimes a great option. Um, so, yeah, born in Washington. Uh, traveled around a lot. Um, lived in Georgia. So we moved from Bremerton to Georgia when I was about two. Um, I don't really have many memories other than fireflies. Um, we then moved up to Utah. Performance out there. Uh, and then back up to Washington. And so at this point, I'm about 10. Um, so at at 10, we, we were going to church regularly, so I knew about God. You know, he, he existed. I, I've never really been one to struggle with, does God exist, does he not? Definitely struggle with, what's he doing just playing chess, or does he actually care, for sure. Um, went to church a lot. My, so when I was about 13, uh, I distinctly recall a moment where like I was in bed, it was Sunday morning, everybody was getting ready for church. I was exhausted, you know, 13 years old. It wasn't, I wasn't even being difficult. I was just growing, things are changing and I needed sleep. Dad, right, like he, he was trying to do the right thing here for sure. He said, you know, hey, if you don't get out of bed, we're gonna leave you. And at 13, I was old enough to say, great, do that. <laughs> I rolled over and tried to go back to sleep. Thankfully, he came in and got me up and made sure that I went. Um, but it was about that time in my life when I was having hormones. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> when hormones hit me, suddenly there was this new beautiful thing all around me in women. I loved women. I thought they were the greatest thing on earth. I still do, honestly. I'm phenomenal. Uh, but also posed a new problem. Recognize I can't do anything, partly because I know I'm not supposed to from a spiritual standpoint, but also even if I wanted to, I've got no idea how to actually deal with it. Like, how do I actually get a woman into bed? Like, we're going to be honest here. <laughs> so I had all this I had all this energy that needed to be released and unfortunately despite going to church I realize now that the relationship my family had with uh with our loving father was was pretty surface level. We we did Bible time um pretty regularly for many years, but it wasn't real you know, we had discussions, but they weren't really weren't really like Holy Spirit led discussions. They were on my parents tried. 
I believe that. I believe they were doing their best. But I know that there is more, and the more definitely would have helped in this situation. So, uh, about 13, 14, I found this amazing thing called the Internet. Pornography. Really bad. Um, and I pretty much lived for it. You know, the Bible, Old Testament talks about, you know, don't put any idols before me. Well, hey, I didn't know that this was a thing in the first place. But if, if I did, if that was an idol that I was worshiping nightly. And honestly, I, w- I was fine with that. Like, you know, nobody, nobody really told me to do any better. The extent of the conversation that I had was... Um, because you know they didn't want to have to look at that really um you know so it kind of got swept under the rug and again nothing against my dad i get that like you know how how do you talk to a 15 14 15 year old kid about pornography and sexual addiction you're not even healed yourself when you've got your own stuff and it's like no this is this is small time every boy does that So that's all that that was my life like I would stay up late do that go to sleep and get up the next morning and you know cycle through it um just super gross now like so there was also this other thing that I had to do every day at that age which was school school was just one temptation after another with also ego it turns out. I realized that I'm a pretty intelligent guy. That made me feel powerful. And now I'm like, that is absolutely terrible. Nice. Like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I wasn't out there like, you know, going and causing problems, but little terminology, but anytime somebody stepped up, they, they knew to regret it. Point where I ended up having a uh, great reputation amongst my friends, um, but not really anybody else. But who cared, right? I had friends. That's all. You know, it's high school. Um, so, I was... Struggling with school, um, I did not do the best at it. I actually, I was not the greatest at math. It's something I still struggle with, you know. But um, I distinctly recall there was a, a series of homeworks that I did. As good as I possibly can. At that point, I pretty much threw my hands up and said, bother if this is the result obviously now i realize i should have asked for some help and been a little more proactive yes but again i'm 14 15 it's like nah it's a, it's not for me and i had women and my friends and you know that sort of thing to distract myself with so who cares um but in that in those that group of friends 
had met people who genuinely wanted the best for me. And we, we ended up playing a game. It's, uh, it was what LARPing is, live action role playing. It basically was acting. We played this and we all made our characters. And I remember we were at the library for like three hours one day. We just, right, we had a lot of fun. We, we interacted. Really what, what we ended up doing was putting a lot of our own stuff into these characters so that we could, cause no, nobody was helping us deal with our stuff. like. To recall, we, we would talk to you know our parents. We'd have these conversations amongst ourselves. Uh, oh yeah, I tried to talk to my parents about this, and they point where we ended up. Um, there were myself and this girl Sarah ended up like googling logical things like technology, uh, uh, ther therapy. Be, try and be able to just help our friends. Okay, but again, we were kids, and but at one point. The medallion in and something cool will happen. Everybody else was around. I'm sorry. I'm not used to the microphone. Everybody else everybody else's characters was around. We were all we were all together doing this thing. And suddenly something happened in me. Not a, not as my character, but I as Roger realized that. Oh, no, this shouldn't be an us thing. This should be a me thing, which had never happened to me before. I like these were my friends. I wanted them to be involved. It was for everyone to have fun. And suddenly it was about me. I don't know why, but I was not. I was I was angry at these people for trying to be involved in this part of the game because it should my character should be doing. It. I should be the one to to put the medallion where it goes. How stupid is that? <laughs> and I, I so I, I took a few breaths and I just let it go, but it, it, it was there. And it was kind of always there. Over time. And I had no idea what to do about it. There was no, something had changed in me and now, now it was wrong. There was something wrong in my mind that wouldn't go away. It wasn't the pornography. It wasn't, it wasn't my ego. This was something else entirely. I just didn't know. I mean, how do, you, how do you at 15 talk about, hey, in one moment, suddenly things have shifted in my, from my entire perspective? So I did what any 15-year-old kid would do. They would do, because that's what I did, which was cover it. No, it's not a problem. I knew 
I knew how to act. I'd been, I'd been, I'd been away for 15 years, so I knew what was kind of expected and how I'm supposed to be. So I did that. The problem was that my mind. I don't know if you guys have this. I have an inner voice. Like I can speak to myself, right? I know some people don't, which is crazy for me. But my, I have meetings. Carol says. <laughs> My mind was yelling at me. So I, I did my best to slough it off, to pretend it wasn't a thing, or to ignore it. Pause on that for a minute. It'll be important later. I was, then 14 or 15, right around that, that age, sitting in my room. And I was just kind of thinking and, you know, la, la, la. I was in La La Land, honestly, which I now realize I was soaking and hanging out with. I was just, you know, and a thought occurred to me that, oh, uncertain terms, said, you're going to marry a British chick one day, 14 or 15. Literally was like, Oh, that's cool. And then I moved on because nobody, nobody had ever taught me that, you know, God is alive and active and wants to have a relationship. So I just, I just assumed that I made that up. Um, and, uh, oh, so a bunch of other stuff happened. You know, there was, uh, you know, growing and, which is fine. Um, oh, at 16, laterally decided without any consent or discussion that you were moving to Colorado away from everything that I had known. So in the next little bit in moved to Colorado in the middle of freaking winter, which was terrible. I hate the cold. Um, in that year, you know, it's so cold. I hate it. It's disgusting. I, uh, I lost my virginity and I, I say lost, like I didn't intentionally give it to give it away as a way to try and comfort myself and try to find some semblance of stability and role, which is really what that was. Cause why should I care? I would like, I thought I knew who I was going to marry. Wasn't, wasn't her. So <laughs> what do I know? Um, but I, I could see in Washington kind of a life plan, and I was, I was good with that overall. So what do I care anymore? Um, it was 
job. I crashed a car. Um, and it's actually this car crash. Because I was, it was, I was 16. I didn't know anybody. We just moved. Up a mountain. Down the mountain. Your old drivers are retarded. <laughs> like they are the worst, honestly. And I, I was the worst because as an adult, I know, okay, I'm going to reach over here. But as a six year old kid, I went, oh, I have to lean. And the steering wheel went with me, which means the wheels of my vehicle of the truck I was driving went off the side of the road on a mountain. It was terrifying. So I overcorrected and luckily did not go down the mountain, but the, the vehicle basically went up in the middle of being in the air, pretty audible voice, not, not, not a voice where I was like, oh, I think that might've been my thoughts. Like with the, you go to marry a British chick, but an audible voice say, you need to stabilize yourself. You need to put your hand on the roof. Otherwise, you're going to get hurt. And I, I went, okay. And I did that. Car crashes, slides. It's a whole ordeal. And I literally unbuckled my seatbelt, dropped down, stuck my head out the window, and went, well, that was crazy. Luckily, some guy came down or was driving down and helped me. And that it, it all ended up fine. But at that moment really started to wonder if I was insane. I re like previously it was like, okay, I know like, you know, it's probably just hormones or, or something. It's fine. But at that point I really started questioning my sanity and my reality as that's an audio hallucination. That's, that's a really big deal. That's schizophrenia. That's, that's scary. Well, obviously I didn't tell anybody cause <laughs> I could have some serious consequences for my life. Luckily, um, years later, I found out that that actually is, is something that most Christians are longing for. And one is for God to audibly speak to them. Didn't realize at the time how, how much of a blessing that that was, but it really, that point, or it was a little bit after that point that I started to, have to say, okay, how real is God or how crazy am I? Um, on with like, how, how late do we go? Just 12, right? I guess we can pause it there. Um, but I said to say that God is active. Even understand, He does will intervene. There's only six of us. Still here, He's still active. Yes. 
Love you guys. You're all amazing. I hope you have a great week.